sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Tuesday, Dominique, it's another Tuesday. We're here. We are, we've got a full house again today. Yeah, Anthony's laughing because I almost fell out of the chair, which that would have been great. You would say I went down the staircase. Um, this is Teen Sports Radio. If you just stopped by, we so appreciate you. If you're a regular, we really love you. Online now uh, as well as Tuesday at 9 a.m. Do you know when else you could find us? Uh Tuesday at 11 p.m. Yes. We're talking about a.m. 1290. Uh, also Sunday at mm-hmm. 6, 6 p.m. Yep. And Monday at 3 a.m. We like the 3 a.m. for the <laughs> nushers. You know, if you like to nush, that's the show. How many times have we been, have we been relatable to people on the 3 a.m. show? When they're getting a piece of pumpkin pie. That's it. Some kind of pie. That's for sure. We're going to be talking about a lot of food today leading in. Uh, in the house, we have Anthony Rodriguez, Christine Marie. Christine's brought a guest today. I'm looking forward to that. Ed Langlow, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. And we have Richard Ellsworth with Mountain Sage Healing Arts, who's just killing it. He's doing so good. He's got his little Richard Remedies popped out there in the universe. He's working with a lot of my clients right now. He's getting A++ grades. I'm really looking forward to... Uh, you actually getting to meet our guest today, Richard, which is really exciting. And we're going to get to that in a second. But let's do this. Let's go around. We have a lot. We haven't done this in the last couple of weeks. And I was asked, you know, a little gratitude. Today, is, we need to do a little gratitude. Absolutely. So I want to start with you. Uh, I am so grateful. There are so many people out in our community who are writing blogs. And the blogs are helping the whole community deal with stress helping the whole community know uh, better how to connect with one another and stay connected, helping with food. And I just want to give out to um, all the bloggers who are helping our, especially our teens, deal with the fact that all their schooling is online. Mm -hmm. So uh, everyone who's doing their part to help our teens, huge, huge thank you. Nice. Ed, who do you want to give some love to, big guy? Well, with what's been going on with me the last couple of days, I have to... Uh, show some gratitude for Doug Spence. Doug uh, is no longer with us, but he left me so much uh, information, newspaper articles, Santa Barbara High School programs from the 1930s that uh, I went through to create today's segment. So uh, I'll have to give a shout Why? out to Doug Spence. It's because we're multidimensional. And, yeah. This oh, show... Yeah. It's all the platforms, Ed. We go all over the place. I'm really excited. <laughs> well, it's OP can hear us. Speaking of dimensions, uh, we're going to talk to Christine Marie. Who do you want to give love to, Christine? I want to give love to the Galita Coffee Company this morning. The, the gals that work there are so wonderful, and they make their own almond milk, which is so amazing, and it's so delicious. And I can call there and just order my coffee and come and get it really quick. And they have all these sort of delicious, <laughs> gluten-free, low-sugar things that I can eat. So they get like 12 million gold stars today and much gratitude from me. <laughs> Super nice. That's great. And, and supporting our local, I mean, God bless them all who's been able to hang in there. Um, it's been crisis, really. A lot of our uh, landmark restaurants are no, are no longer to be, but you know, you have to look at this as we are constantly evolving as a city and just hope and pray that whoever, you know, takes over is going to 
keep that and, and the traditions that we have here alive. Anthony Rodriguez, how are you? Unmute. I am doing Unmute good. yourself there. <laughs> so I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Yeah. I know you've had, you've had a rough week and I could go into your bio, but that's a show. That's another show. But who do you want to give some love to? Um, actually, to you guys for helping me out this week when it definitely was uh, today is my ride or die day. So let's see what happens. But um, you, know, I, you guys gave me the opportunity to be able to uh, kind of come down and think and relax and, and focus on what I needed to focus on. So I want to say thank you to you two for taking care of my osito. Oh, my life. So, <laughs> that's sitting. That's what we're doing on the side now. Anybody out there in Santa Barbara that needs has a puppy and just needs somebody to help take care of that puppy, that's us. That's what we do now. <laughs> we, we like puppies. We're, we're not going to graduate to small toddlers or children yet, but you just never know. It's just it's the kind of house that welcomes animals. I would say, is that true? We have two cats now that we didn't know we were going to have this last couple of months. Yeah, and uh, yeah, animals find us for whatever reason. Um, Dr. D, I'm going to close out to, with you before we start this grand show. Who oh. do you want to be give love to? Uh, well, I'll tell you. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, to my wife, who is now uh, having a blast of a time in her greenhouse, growing, growing all kinds of great stuff. Uh, and uh, also, um, I would say also to our listeners to who participate and support this program uh, with their kind thoughts, words, and energies, and and uh, and and go to your website, uh, Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio, and uh, uh, get involved in the community. So that'd be my shout out to those people who are really committed to this community and supporting it. Hey, don't forget about yeah, that's that definitely, Richard. Thank you. And for those who we, we, we say this a few times a month, but who are not aware, the 44 minutes a week has been donated since day one. So this this is truly a community show, a community hour. And when I was blessed with all that advertising, I went to Richard first guy and I said, hey, this is my idea. I can't do it without you. And he says, let's do it. So for 11 years, over 23,000 minutes have been donated back to the community. So Yes, Ed. Uh, Richard Ellsworth hasn't given his shout out yet. We missed him. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Spank that bag of rice, Ed. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing. I was going to give him a whole section, but now forget it. Richard, you want to thank us too for anything? Well, well thank you, Ed. I, I just wanted to express a bunch of gratitude uh, for Dr. Dale Figtree this week. Um, she reached out to oh. me this morning. Um, for a little uh, information swap and, and said that she really appreciated the, the show last week. And, you know, I would not be where, where I am today if it were not for her. And I still operate completely under under her philosophy and, and everything that nice. she's taught me. So thank you, Dale. We love Dr. Dale. I had no I had no idea. I'm a, a little bit of an artist. OK, this is not a la la. OK, it says a lot. Somebody was going to analyze me. OK, we're going to get to that because we have a therapist here in the house, which we're going to meet later. And she's probably studying what is going on in this person's head. Uh, but Dr. Dale, we love Dr. Dale. She's also an artist. And when she found out that I was playing around with it, she came over and I'm like sweating. You know, because she's really like famous. Okay. And when she looked at it, she's looked at it, she goes, 
everything you have here is so playful. <laughs> to say, you know what I mean? Because that's what I do. I throw things. I use fans. So you're, you're an abstract it. artist. Yes. Well, that, that tells it a lot. But I use a lot of different things to get the, the image that I want. And, oh, my God, she's such an important person in this community. So recognized, so well known, and definitely uh, somebody in uh, also a co-host on this show. Uh, whenever we can get her, we're, we're blessed anytime she can come aboard. But um, last, lastly, this is kind of weird, but there's two guys. When we went down to Palm Springs, we had stopped very rarely eat out because we always bring our own food. But I just, I don't know, I had this thing for Subway. So Aldo and Diego, I got to say, you made me probably the, the top five sandwiches I have ever had in my whole life. I know it sounds weird. Subway, you say, oh, God, what's wrong with her? But I had a tuna. OK, and I think now what they do now is they put it in a wrap. So I haven't been to Subway probably in a decade. Alda, I told you I was going to give you a shout out. You didn't believe me. And I do stop laughing, Anthony. And it was the best I've ever had. And guess what we're going to do now? We are going to go to break and we are going to get with Christine Marie right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Christine Marie, I am so excited. You told me a week ago that you were going to bring a guest and see who you brought. Yes, I have a wonderful guest to share with the show today. Her name is Sierra Boatwright, and she's a licensed marriage and family therapist and has been a very dear personal friend of mine since 2012. She has a special focus on the mental health needs of teens and young adults, and she specializes in blending nature connection and psychotherapy through her private practice called Santa Barbara Ecotherapy. So I can't wait to hear more about what it is that Sierra does and the the, the details, Sierra. Oh, thank you so much, Christine. It's super um, fun to be here with you guys. You have so much energy and it's really great to just be learning uh, all these different pieces about the community through your show. When Christine um, told me that she had, she's involved with so many things and she told me she had her hand in the show and I listened to a couple of episodes. They're just fascinating. Um, the blend of community news and people that are making things happen and history. And I'm excited to he- uh, hear about um, Mount City Healing Arts. I'm super excited to hear what you have to share with us, too. Um, where do you want me to start, Christine? Well, how about um, what is ecotherapy and what led you to it? How about that? All right. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great. I was going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a great starting point because it is actually a term that is used um, non-clinically. So as a licensed marriage and family therapist, like my scope of practices in clinical psychotherapy, mental health. Um, but ecotherapy actually is a, a, an area of study that, uh, and practice that explores the, the human nature relationship and centers the healing experience deep within that relationship. And that can happen clinically or non-clinically. So we're also talking about things like forest bathing, um, horticultural therapy for rehab after surgery, um, any, any of the, the healing practices that 
root uh, that rejuvenating experience within nature can fall under the umbrella of ecotherapy. Um, you know, as a field of discipline, uh, I am using it clinically. So I am bringing together psychotherapy in the container of and in co-therapist relationship with the natural world. Okay, so this is a stretch, but I have a question. I know Richard has a question after my question. But my question is, so when you're actually doing therapy, if this is all eco and nature related, so you're actually taking the person on a, on a walk? I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, do you like go in the woods or right, something? Yeah, is so that when you treat them? So in COVID era, I'm having to, to take it on a case-by-case -case basis, right? So if I'm, if I'm doing Zoom therapy with you, but you're really jazzed about ecotherapy and it's just not time for us to be in person together, I'm going to be listening into what are you bringing forward as your growth edges, your challenges? What are the things that you're working on? I'm going to be listening to how are you engaging with your own relationship with nature and how are you galvanizing that to support yourself in resiliency? Because we're only together for 50 minutes a week, right? And But nature is available to you all the time. So if I can use our time together to help you deepen your connection to nature, now you have access to a resource that can support you 24-7 until we are back together again. And I'll be also you know, weird analogies come out of my mouth when I'm <laughs> working with people. And, and, and sometimes they're really spot on and people can have really powerful breakthrough moments, understanding like, example, a woman coming in with depression and talking about how she feels like she's drowning and how she hates it when it's raining because it makes her more depressed. And I'm like, it sounds like your relationship with water is a bit complicated. I would encourage you to like for this next week, Try to develop a, a, a relationship with water as if it wants to be your friend and to start to explore what are the healing and positive elements of water as, as itself. How does it nourish you? How does it nourish your family? How does it nourish the land where you live? And, and, and to take that ally approach with this element and it shifted her depression significantly. Nice. Richard. Um, well, th this is this is really really fascinating. I mean, personally, um, I have I have such issues with water. Um, just just thinking about it, I, I like to avoid water like the plague. I, I don't know I don't know what what that's about, but you know, it, it it's not a it's not a fear factor. It's just a very strong aversion to drinking it, to being around it, to swimming in it, and it's a it's a fairly recent development. So so it's it's very interesting. So when you're being a, a marriage and, and family therapist, when you're working with with marriages, do do you ever work with with couples um, specifically? And and wh when you do that, how does deepening a connection with with deepening a person's connection with nature? How does that support um, that that uh, interpersonal relationship? Oh, that's such a great question. You know, I actually um, posted something on Instagram today. Uh, it's a shot that my boyfriend took of me from way, way down on the north side of Cold Spring Trail. So we did a, a three-day backpack trip over the um, President's Day weekend out to the Mono Jungle at the San Inez River and beyond to Little Caliente Hot Springs. And as we were coming back, I got massive barn fever and I just like took off and hit the trailhead a good 30 minutes ahead of him. He's coming up the canyon and the sun is setting behind me and he texts this shot of me. It's just my silhouette with the sunset behind me at the top of Cold Spring Saddle. And I'm so small in that photo. And I was posting on Instagram today saying, you know, I love how getting out there reminds me of my right size. And it puts mm -hmm. everything in a different perspective. 
So mm-hmm. when I'm working with couples, we, we as individuals, especially in the COVID era, we are spending so much time in these boxes, these rooms, these square screens, these, you know, very angular environments. And we, we feel big inside them. Our problems feel big. We feel big and important. We, we take up a lot of space. When we go out there, we realize, you know, actually we're a, a pretty small portion of what is happening in the world and in life. And that our problems, um, they, they take on a different size, right? And so if I can take myself out there and my partner can take himself out there and we can connect with the land on our own, then we are internalizing that right size for ourselves individually. We're resourcing the land to help ourselves move through our own issues. Not that we can always do that without support, but the land is there. It's, it's been this area, mudslides, fires. geological changes that create transverse mountain ranges there's nothing this land can't handle in terms of us bringing our change moments so then we come back to the coupledom and we can say okay i am recentered i am back in my myself my right size what can i now bring to this relationship nice that's fascinating i just wanted to give a wave and a shout to anna coronado she's been our teen queen here for i don't know four years now uh going to down to school in San Diego College, and she popped in, so I wanted to always recognize our, our young queens. Uh, but, Christine, you had a question. I do, I do. So, um, Sierra, that's, that's, I just love when you speak about your work. And one of the things that we spoke about when, when I, um, you know, when, when I wanted to, when I could so see you coming to the show, was your work with um, teens and young adults. And will you tell me a little bit about, will you tell us a little bit about, um, about that about, and, and your plans for that as well? Absolutely. So um, I think the way the conversation started was um, you were asking me about when I was doing my grad work, like what was my focus in grad school? And uh, Antioch has this wonderful concentration called healthy aging, which really is taking a developmental view of the human person all the way through the lifespan. A lot of developmental models stop at age 24. And, and then there's this concept we're not still growing and developing and <laughs> all the way through the lifespan. So um, what, what, it, what occurred to me through that process and also the death of my father, which happened literally two months before I went into grad school, was realizing how at the end of life, like in those last two or three decades of life, when we're starting to make meaning of our lives, when we're bringing together the legacy that we've left and we're looking for, how did my integrity play out in the course of my life? And what what am I leaving behind? We notice that the decisions that people make in their late teens and their early 20s and on into their 30s, there's life-changing, life-permitting decisions have an effect out there at the end of life. And so my my inspiration was, I would love to be the person that I needed at that time of my life to make better decisions that would be making my life better now. <laughs> As a 45-year-old woman, mother of five, um, I want to I create that opportunity for young people today. So, and, and using the land as part of that, again, to build that resiliency, to allow them to be anchored in who they are, what is their full aliveness, and how can they use that connection to make those decisions that will have long range impact for their whole life. Wow. The, uh, I have a quick question, you know, because I'm all relatable to our kids in our community and Anthony could speak to this with the amount of the increase of depression, 
home violence for our at-risk kids. Um, and I could see how incorporating nature is super important since that is a part of the population that has, statistically speaking, is the least encumbered by this virus, whatever you want to call it. So I just encourage kids, like when they go out and they wanted to take a nature walk, um, you know, you're in the air, you don't <laughs> the whole mask thing <laughs> for kids. Uh, how do you, what do you preach uh, with, with what's going down with this shutdown to our kids? Are you, are you saying if you're on a walk all by yourself? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, is etiquette, right? Like there's, there's, there's literal trail etiquette. People can read the signs at the, at the trailheads, like who has right of way, when, what are the circumstances of who boat goes when and what, but with social distancing, and with, you know, thankfully our numbers are going down in Santa Barbara right now, right? But I mean, I think on the whole, we want to take as many opportunities to protect life and health as we can. So if you're on the trail and you're all alone or you're with your pod, you know, a mask is probably optional. But if you're passing another person or you're passing a group and you have no idea, you know, if they have autoimmune issues, you know, or if they're a carrier, like protect yourself and protect your, your fellow man, woman, person. Um, by using a mask. And then once you've cleared that and you've regained social distancing, like, you know, that's, that is how I hold it. And um, in talks with other trail users or just kind of watching what happens on the trails, I can tell that there are certain people that are very sensitive to, um, they'll like just pull over. They'll just pull over and they'll just wait if a mass, an unmasked person's going by because they, you know, whatever their issues are. Right. Anna, do you get, do you get a chance to get out into nature? Yeah, actually, I live right next to, I think it's Rose Canyon in San Diego right now. So every day, at least once a day, I try to get out there because, I mean, with all the stuff online, I'd just be sitting in my room for 12 hours a day going crazy. So it's really nice to have that just even for a quick walk. If I don't have an hour to work out or something, just going out there 15 minutes and just walk in the canyon makes yeah, me feel yeah. like I'm uh, doing yeah, more active stuff than I actually am. Well, you know, athlete of the year, St. Rayfield Elementary School, you need to get your exercise. I know, I, was, I do. I was I'm a trying. proud person to actually coach Anna at St. Rayfield. This is a true queen. So as soon as she got yeah. to ninth grade, I grabbed her. Okay. She needed yeah, to be I'm the embodiment all new of queendom. <laughs> queendom. Yeah, I'm trying to explore different ways to get active. Like me and my roommates are looking at... Um, I think like a kickboxing gym nearby and I've started doing a lot of like Pilates classes here at my place. So yeah, it's been pretty nice. I'm trying to explore. <laughs> We've got a minute, but as far as your group and because you're high functioning, great grades, going to be a gamer. Once you get out of school, you're a gamer now, but I mean, you're going to definitely be an impact to the community your whole life. Great family. Love your mom. Your mom's a really close friend of mine. How in your pod of people, how is this? Do you find people that you've just always thought was up, up, up? You found you find them slipping a little bit? Especially yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's definitely, definitely my friends that um, I'm still close with from high school that I know were kind of still like star athletes and like scholar students, like in the top 10 of my class with me they're definitely I hit them up a lot and they're struggling too I mean it's really hard there's so many changes now and it's super hard when you're not going into class it's hard to just find the focus on your own and find the motivation on your own for sports and academics just like all parts of life people are 
feeling like it's so easy to just fall behind and kind of crawl back into that little cave that's our bedroom and not really leave kind of thing. Yeah, well, I love the fact that you're reaching out and encouraging your friends to reach out. That is just so important because, you know, to be that messenger um, for, your, for your folks. So let's take a little break. All right, we've got the little swishy sign. That means we've got to take a little break and listen to brand new messages created by Richard Dugan. And we will be back with Ed Langlo after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Well, Ed, I missed you last week, so I'm sure this week is just going to be a humdinger, as they say. Well, so, thank yeah, you for Ed saying Langlo, that. And I tried. If only I'd known a mentor's moment for our kids out there, but I actually find it very enjoyable with all the information that you're passing on, especially the historical components of this city. And it's a marvelously great, high energetic city. We are a light. I have always looked at Santa Barbara is a light for the for the nation, really. I know that's kind of a big statement, but I mean it. So what do we got for you what do we have for the folks this weekend? Yeah, it is a big statement. Thank you for saying all that. I hope I can live up to it. If only I'd known as a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on Zoom, as well as those listening into the show. And today's segment is titled Doug Spence and the 1940 Comeback. In, in the past segments, I have tried to tie teen sports theme into our local sagas like the Dos Pueblos High School and UCSB campuses. Today, I want to do that with Santa Barbara High School football. My main connection and source of information for this segment was an old friend of mine, Doug Spence. Now, Doug only weighed 145 pounds, but he was fast. Spence played football for the Dons in 1938, 39, and 1940. Doug's gone now, but he left me with so many memories, newspaper clippings, and programs to put this segment together. In case there's any thoughts of rivalry, in 1938, San Marcos High School did not exist. There was no Dos Pueblos. Whether you lived in Santa Barbara or Goleta, Santa Barbara High was your school. In fact, if Doug Spence would have grown up in the 60s, he would have gone to San Marcos. So there isn't and shouldn't be any rivalry. In those days, Santa Barbara was our school. In 1938, the Dons won the CIF Southern California Championship. In 1939, they made it into CIF playoffs and made the trek down to the Coliseum to play the final game against Alhambra, uh, but they lost that game. But it set the stage for the comeback of 1940. Doug played with some of the high school legends of that time with names like Peter Zucco, Bob Stallings, the Rossi brothers, Bob Hollister, and Gus Panoli. 
in a game against uh, San Diego High, Pinoli kicked a 47-yard field goal barefoot. The Santa Barbara wow. News Press ran a full-page article with three pictures of Gus and Clarence Schutte, the head coach, demonstrating how he kicked that field goal barefooted. And the moniker Shoeless Gus Pinoli was born. Now it's September 27th, 1940. The first game of the season is scheduled, and the Santa Barbara Dons take on the Oxnard Yellow Jackets with their eye on bringing the CIF title back to Santa Barbara. The game has started. Now, the kicker doesn't normally carry the ball, but Gus Panoli has it in his possession, and he runs it in for the first touchdown of the season. And the comeback has begun. The opening kickoff in the second half is deep, and little halfback Doug Spence catches it on the one-yard line. What comes next is unbelievable, and to the best of my knowledge, is still a school record. Spence started down the center of the field with a whole Oxnard crew gunning for him. At midfield, he turned sharply to the left and down the sideline to avoid him. When a superb block by Jimmy Christopher eliminates the last Oxnard tackler, allowing Spence to cut back to the center of the field and run it in for a 99-yard touchdown. At the end of that season, yeah, that that was incredible. At the end of the season, uh, that opener game, it was Santa Barbara 27 and Oxnard 0. On October 4th, Glendale fell 20 to 7. Next was San Diego 15 to 12 and Tucson 21 to 0. The tickets for those games were a whopping 25 cents. Dons <laughs> went on to win nine games and lose one in the regular season, but it was good enough to qualify for CIF showdown. Whether, uh, whenever Santa Barbara High qualified for CIF, they were no longer the Dons. They became the Golden Tornadoes mm. on December 14th. Yeah, yeah I, I believe they still do that. Um, on December 14th, Santa Barbara High ventured down to the Coliseum at SC for the final matchup with Whittier High before over 40,000 fans. Wow. The only, snag, the only snag was that one loss I just talked about was to Whittier High. But the Golden Tornadoes were at the top of their game, and guard Joe Rossi, who had been out for most of this season with an injury, had recovered, and the Santa Barbara boys were up for the challenge. Santa Barbara would win that CIF game in 1940, 26 to nothing. Wow. Total points. Yeah, yeah, that's the comeback. The total points scored for the season were opponents 40, Don's 271. Whoa. Doug Spence and Peter Zuko were both named for the All-Southern California CIF football team that year. Santa Barbara High was the only school with more than one player chosen for the first team. In the spring of 1941, most of the guys graduated from high school. And with World War II ramping up, many of them joined in the war effort. Doug Spence served his tour as a belly gunner and a B-17 flying fortress. The class of 1941 had accomplished something they could always be proud of, and they lived out their lives telling stories about the comeback of 1940. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Nice job, Ed. We love it. What a great little segue you invented for yourself. I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's so nice. This is Try really built into that. something amazing because we have a lot of great athletes in this town. So yeah, a few years ago, Bishop High School won the CIF football oh. championship. And yeah, that yeah. was great. We had all the kids into the show. Um, it was a great, great experience. Anna, that was in your, what year was that of yours? Was that your senior year? Junior year. Yeah, that was my senior year. So all my uh, friends and classmates were super stoked because they got to go to college on a high of just winning state. <laughs> what it. year was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, 2018. Yeah. In 2018? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if I can can look into that. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can come up with some information and we'll do a If Only I'd Known segment on it. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, all those kids are doing great things, most definitely. Um, Let's get mouthpiece healing after these messages. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Teens. Two minutes and two seconds. We'll be back. Well, now together we will stand Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Stage Healing is up. Richard Ellsworth, do me a favor. Don't ever hide the salad spinner in this house again. (laughs) We just had an absolute meltdown. Kitchen meltdown. Kitchen meltdown this morning. Couldn't buy the salad spinner. Okay. So, um, what are we going to talk about today? If you want to bounce anything off the floor, you're welcome. You know, I always just give you the the throne, whatever you want. Okay. Well, I there are lots of potential things. I was wondering, um, Christine, if if it's convenient for you, do you think you could just draw a quick card for me to guide my uh, my topic? Oh, I would love to. Wow! I'm excited. Beautiful. Take a good look right there. And now I'll pick one. Ha! The card. uh, I can't see. Okay, here we go. It's called. um, Ah! Ah! Five of Swords? It's it's the Five of Swords, which is about defeat, which is really about picking up the pieces um, after a battle. Like, I believe every battle is a defeat. If someone has to win and someone has to lose, there's always a part of us that wins and a part of us that loses, right? And so after a battle, how do we pick up the pieces? So that's that's the card from for, uh, for today. Oh, I like it. Perfect. Okay, so. Kind of like when you lose at heart. <laughs> <laughs> not last night. No, uh, not last night. That's true. This <laughs> um, so what what really comes up for me based on that is is confidence and and confidence is is something that I that I talked a little bit about um last week with different techniques that we can use to sort of build and, and stabilize that that testosterone and 
um, really figuring out um, different ways that we can biochemically work with our system to uh, increase certain certain emotions that, that we're feeling and um, going along with some of the things that we've been talking about with nature and, and psychology and, and stabilizing emotions and the effects that that can have on on our hormones and our bodies. You know, there are just there are so many different mediums that, that we can use for that. And, you know, it's it's not only about about working with with our minds and, and our interactions with others and and our interactions um, with nature in, in a bigger picture, but we can also hone in and really figure out how we can use things, sort of laser targeted techniques to to affect those emotions. And, and some of the things that come to, to mind are supplements that I've mentioned before for, for anxiety. Um, you have your, your GABA, your gamma aminobutyric acid, you have your 5-HTP. I was reading a, a study today on, uh, on nutritional psychotherapy and it turns out that there's actually an institute for tryptophan research, a national institute for tryptophan research, which I thought was really interesting. So 5-HTP is 5-hydroxytryptophan. Um, and it's one of those things that, that can really just uplift our mood without having that sort of sleepy effect that, that straight up tryptophan will give you, uh, which is really, really in incredible. And you can get the delayed release ones, um, which I always recommend. Um, and they'll just keep you going in a really good place all day. Usually takes about three or four days after you start taking them to, to kick in. Um, and then you also have your L-theanine, which is present in, in tea. So you can just start drinking your tea or you can- Richard, I've got a quick question on the tryptophan. That's in Turkey, right? That's found it in is Turkey? in Turkey, yeah. And to, to so a why, lesser extent why in is that, uh, is, what, Do you call it a chemical? Why is that uh, compound? found in turkey and not in other meats because i know you know thanksgiving time people eat the turkey and then they feel all good and they go to sleep yeah yeah exactly um it's something that that specifically has to do with their their genetic structure the, the way that that they're created they they're producing tryptophan in their bodies and it has something to do with the way that they have to interact so it, it is primarily in poultry um, so it, it is also in chickens. Why it's specifically in, in turkeys, considerably more so than chickens, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Um, hopefully there's, there's, there's research that's been done about that. I'm very curious that now that you bring that up. Um, but, but yeah, that is certainly a, a good source of it. And, and um, you know, th that is something, eating turkey and incorporating that into your diet is, is great as long as you're you know, not intending to be completely mentally alert and and uh, really physically active uh, afterwards. Um, so is the food supplement different than eating the turkey? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, it's a specific isolate. So, so there are different types of tryptophan and different parts that compose tryptophan. So 5-HTP, 5-hydroxytryptophan is the specific part of it that will not make you sleepy, but will have those calming effects. Um, which Got is it. really great. And, and that in conjunction with your, with your GABA, your gamma aminobutyric acid, and also L-theanine, I mean, you, you, you really can't go wrong. Um, and, and focusing on, you know, there, there's been a lot of talk about uh, plant-based diets and plant-based diets are, are amazing. Um, but there's also the, the fact that, that we have to consider that some body types actually do, do better with, with proteins and meat. Um, and, and in those, those higher meat sort of items, um, we also get the the added benefit of increasing our our testosterone a little bit, which which helps to to accelerate our confidence, um, which which is uh, just really important in, in emotional health and well-being. 
Um, and then talking about what we were um, saying earlier with, with, you know, being outside with what Sierra was saying, um, there's also this effect. If we're walking outside barefoot, we ha we're having this negative ionic effect on the, the energy of our bodies that's actually going to really calm our system. It's almost like I, when I'm walking barefoot, I like to picture all of the stress or anxiety or emotions or things that I've been dealing with. I like to picture just going right into the ground out through my feet. Um, and we can start to, we can do this exercise where we incorporate our, our breathing into that. So, you know, we're, we're, we're breathing in and we're pulling, you know, positive energy from, from above. And then we're releasing everything into the ground and just letting the earth kill it, just letting the earth completely neutralize it. Um, and I think that that's really great. And, and Dominique, I was just wondering if you had anything to, to add about plant-based diets. Well, I was, I've been reading a couple of books. There's one, I think it's called uh, Wild. What's the book called? Uh, Wild Culture about how it really has to do with an individual about whether they should choose plant-based or maybe eighty uh, percent plant-based. Mm -hmm. But also that um, then they do a study on uh, gladiators and they figured out that uh, back in the Roman times, gladiators were eating whole grains and fish. They weren't actually eating a lot of red meat. And uh, so I, I thought it was very interesting for teens and athletes uh, that they should look into more of a plant-based diet. Don, what do you eat? You, you, don't, you eat meat, right? You're, You're on I'm mute. I'm mute. I'm mute. Mute, mute. Sorry, I'm, sorry. Um, I, I do a mixture. I, I doing, I'm doing more plant-based, but um, I still sometimes, especially... I have a system that runs like a hot furnace. I burn a lot of calories, even to, you know, like, kind of like when I was back doing athletics when I was younger. And, um, and I, I can't, you know, keep up with, with my massage therapy that I do and yard work and, and exercise and so forth without fueling good. I mean, I have to make sure I fuel. I have smaller meals like six times a day. And, and sometimes they're, they're animal and sometimes they're plant and sometimes they're a mixture. But I always try and go with clean sources, try not to eat processed foods, try not to have a lot of sugar and salt, um, Himalayan pink salt, a little of it, but I try not to be excessive with it. And just, you know, just everything I've picked up like that over the years, I just try and honor it because I only get this one body and I want to make it last as long as possible. <laughs> Definitely. Do you know the name of the book? Or not? Uh, yeah. So the, the, the book that I picked up to read is from Terry Cochran. And it's called the Wild Parian Diet, W-I-L-D-A-P-A-R-I-A-N, and uh, living as nature intended. So this show is very nature-based. Yeah. I love it. Definitely. Well, we know Don is a big trailblazer, so I thought that this whole thing would be really nice. And I know, Anna, you're, you're the same way. We got a bunch of hikers here in the house. And uh, look at Ed Langlow. You got a nice little uh, trail behind you. Yeah, that's a that's a good hiking trail. In fact, I've been working uh, right below that occasionally, working on a that? project there. So, Where, so that's slippery that rock. Going? Slippery rock. Well, it's it's actually there's not a trail there. That is the old stagecoach route. Let's see if I get out of the way, you can kind of see both <laughs> wheel ruts that are in the rock, and it's on a private ranch. But it's it's uh, if you went up Fairview Avenue. And you continue it up into the woods as if you're going up San Marcos Pass. That's where it's located at. And I took this picture about two years ago. And uh, because it's in my book, and a, I have a photo in the book about 1925 
of this with the motorcycle club up there. So, so um, yeah, I chose Slippery Rock. Right. All right, a little bit. Let's take a little break. You've got a lot more after these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. All right, Christine, Marie, what we're going to do is we're gonna, let's just see how intuitive we all are because, you know, this is a powerhouse show. Pull one more card. We're only got like a minute and a half. What do you got? Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to the bottom of the deck. And at that, that bottom of the deck, on the very bottom, is the Princess of Pentacles, which is beautifully around the theme of our show today. Um, it's about getting your bare feet on the bare earth and that there are things that only the earth can tell us and you can't hear it. You can't read about it. No one can tell you about it. But the only way you're going to get that information and connection is by putting your bare feet on the bare earth. So it's a beautiful way to round up this, this show today. Nice. Beautiful. Tira, we're so, we're so blessed that you're here. Let me give you contact information. You have five seconds. <laughs> All right, 805-335-1915 and sbecotherapy.com. Great. Yay. Santa Barbara, we love you. Smack likes on our Facebook page. God bless. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Hey.